Hey y'all and welcome back. Yes, my room is still a mess because I'm still taking down Christmas. <laughs> so please bear with me. We'll get all this in order eventually. Um, today we're going to be reading from our devotion. Five Minutes with Jesus, Quiet Time for Your Soul by Sheila Walsh with Sherry Craig. This is what it looks like. And before we get started, thank y'all so much for all your sweet, sweet comments, your encouragement, your support, your love on the new devotion for the new year. Um, I did have it mentioned that um, I had one person mention they was missing the podcast and I had quit uploading to the podcast during Christmas because of Vlogmas and doing the um, devotion and a, a podcast. It was just, it was just too much. I just couldn't do it. And I'd really toyed with the idea of whether to continue the podcast or not because it really doesn't get any playtime. Um, there may be one or two, but I'm going to resume that as well because, um, I mean, if it reaches one or two, that's one or two that the Lord is encouraging and talking to. So I will resume that as well. So, um, I will probably upload it to the podcast the day after the devotion. Um, I'm just trying to figure out a schedule for the new year, you know? So I'm trying to figure out, I'm going to continue uploading the devotions on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. And I'm thinking about changing my upload schedule on my main channel to like Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, <laughs> because I like to be in the comments. And when I upload on both channels, both days, it's a lot flipping back and forth. And I want to talk to all y'all. So I'm just toying with some ideas, but that'll be for the main channel. This channel is staying Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I will resume the podcast and it will be the next day after the devotion goes up. So just putting that out there. Okay. With all that said, we're going to get right into our devotion and today's title is Object Lessons. So I'm excited to see what God's going to do for us. So let's just get started. Back before Sunday school lessons on DVDs and choreographed kids' worship times was the magic of flannel boards. Remember those? Today's children might find the soft flannel figures of Bible characters a bit lame. But there was a time when they were the highlight of the Sunday school lesson. Jesus didn't use video lessons or flannel boards in his teaching, but he still taught powerful truths through object lessons, often using an aspect of his creation to illuminate, illuminate a spiritual truth. Matthew 6, for instance, it, geez, Matthew 6, for instance, tells of a moment when Jesus wanted to assure his followers that there was no need to worry about whether their daily needs would be met. To illustrate that truth, Jesus turned to nature to show them God's faithfulness. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more are you not of more value than they? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. That was says verses 26 and 28 in the New King James Version. Jesus was telling his followers who looked around and see that God was providing for all he had made and providing abundantly. He wanted to assure them that if God took such good care of birds and lilies, 
he certainly would take care of them. It is a truth God is still teaching through his creations more than 2,000 years later. If only we are willing to stop and tune in what he is saying. And that's a good thing because if you are like me, that is a truth you need to hear over and over again. Do you ever worry about having what you need, what your loved ones need? Do you worry about the bottom line of your bank account? Perhaps you've been tossing and turning in the middle of the night darkness, your chest tight, wondering how you'll pay those bills. Take some time today to look out your window and ask God to give you eyes to see how faithful he is to his creation. Then lay before his throne every one of your needs in the confidence that you are infinitely more valuable to him than the birds of the air or the flowers of the fields. Look at the birds. Consider the lilies. If he cares for them, he will care for you too. Cast your cares on him. He cares for you. And today our first scripture comes from, well, all of our scriptures are from the book of Psalm. And the first one is Psalm 104 verses 27 and 28. And it says, and I will be reading from King James. These wait all upon thee that thou mayest give them their meat in due season, that thou givest them they gather, thou open, opens, openest thine hand, they are filled with good. Our next scripture comes from Psalm 92. Chapter, chapter 92, verses 12 through 15, and it says, The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall bring forth fruit of old age. They shall be fat, and fat meaning full of sap and green. They shall be fat and flourishing. To show that the Lord is upright, he is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. Mm, such good scripture, y'all. The next one comes from Psalm 107, verses 8 and 9, and it says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfieth the longing soul and filleth the hungry soul with goodness. Amen. Amen. Mm. Then we're going to go to Psalms 34 and verse 9. And it says, O fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. And our last and final scripture is Psalm 37, 23 through 25. Yeah. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in thy ways, in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young and now am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. And it is so so true. Oh my goodness. Y'all, I could sit here for hours and hours and hours 
and testify to just how good God is and how he provides and meets our needs. How he cares about every single one of them. There, It doesn't matter how big or how small. It doesn't matter what you ask for. If it's important to you, it's important to him. Just like with your own children. If they come to you and they're telling you about their day or they're telling you what's going on in their life, it may be so insignificant to somebody else. But that's your child. And it matters to you because it matters to them. And I can remember when my children were young and they would come to me with things. And I can remember as they grew how the things would change. And it would be, it wouldn't even matter to anybody else what was bothering them or what was concerning them or what they wanted or what they needed. But they were mine. They are mine. And to this day, it still is important to me. What my kids need, what they want, what they're going through, the good, the bad, the ugly. And I understand me being flesh, I'm limited to what I can do for them. But our Heavenly Father being the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Great I Am, He has no limitations. He has no boundaries. He can do any and everything that He wants to do. He can meet any and every need that we encounter in our life. Now, with that being said, I also talk about there are things that I have went to the Lord about and really prayed and thought that was exactly what I wanted. That was exactly what I needed. You know, I just had it all figured out and he didn't answer that prayer the way I thought he should, the way I wanted it answered, but he answered it by not answering it because he knew that was not going to be good for me. He knew that was going to hurt me, harm me, hinder me, set me back, you know, do me in, whatever terminology you want to use. He knew that was not what needed to be done for me in my life at that time. He may have answered that prayer later. You know, there's been times that's happened. Um, that he can do any and everything. There is not a need that we can take to him that he can't handle. And sometimes... Just going to him with a problem in a situation. He may not necessarily answer that prayer the way you want it, but he can give you peace. And sometimes, most times, the peace that comes from just talking to him, just sitting in his lap, you know, laying your head on his chest, just loving on him. Sometimes that peace is really what's more needed than the actual thing we're praying for. And there have been times that I have been in financial crisis. There have been times that I didn't know how a bill was going to get paid, where it was coming from, what I was going to do. And he always showed up and not always in the way that we expect and are looking for it, but he always shows up and he has always, always been there for me. And I can honestly say I have been young and now I'm old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. I can honestly say, I can vouch for that. That's so true. I've lived it. And it's so funny that, it's not funny really. Not funny, ha-ha funny. But it's just like God funny, you know. Um, 
I was talking to my mom the other day and if you don't follow me on my other channel, I have another channel and I have an antique booth set up in a vintage mall that I've never done anything like this before, but no doubt God's hand was in it. It was his will. It's a custom made job for me and my lifestyle. And um, so I've been at it for about four months now, I think. And it has totally paid for itself. We've made a little bit of money. We've had some really good months. We've had a kind of eh, month, but it still paid for itself. It still met our expectations. Um, but I had some things in there that just was not selling. And like I do about everything in my life, I took it to the Lord. And I just began to making a list and telling him, Lord, I want this to sell. I want this to sell. I want this to sell. You know, and just name it, being very specific. Well, y'all, one of the items that I asked to be sold, sold. And so right in time, you know what I mean? And I, so I was telling my mama, I said, you know, I was telling her how I prayed specifically about specific items. And I said, it is so important that we be specific with our prayer. Be downright, dot every I, cross every T. Sometimes we can do pray like that. Sometimes we can't come up with the words and we just have to, the Lord has to hear our heart and read our tears and, you know, all of that. But I have found that there are times where when I'm praying, I need to be specific in what I want. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to get what I want just because I'm specific. But I do believe the Lord loves it when we, you know, I plead our calls, bring our case to him present our case, like, you know, like we're in court or whatever, um, being very specific with God. He cares about that. He wants us to remind him of things. And I told him, I said, Lord, I said, you know, I have no doubt this booth was your will, the way it all worked out. When it is truly the will of God, when you're praying about things and you're going through things and you're asking for things, when it is truly the will of God, everything just kind of falls into place. You don't have to force it. You don't have to force a round peg into a square hole. It just falls into place. In fact, you need to back up and kind of reevaluate. If you're having to force something, you need to say, you know, is, is this me trying to say this is God's will or is this really God's will? You know what I mean? Because when it is God's will, you do not have to force anything everything just falls into place. And so I reminded him as I was praying for my booth, um, I was like, Lord, you know, this is your will. You've presented this opportunity. You've given me, you know, you've just put stuff in my path when I needed inventory for the booth. And you've just, you've blessed me with free items. You've blessed me with awesome deals that I was able to find. You've blessed me with a husband who is encouraging and on board with it and, will help me any way that I need. You've blessed me with a family that's excited for me that is constantly shopping and looking and giving me things, you know. This is your will, Lord, I have no doubt. So I'm asking you to just continue to bless it and let it be a blessing. And this is what I would like to have sold next. So when one of the items sold, I was like, Yay, God. I said, now let's move on to XYZ. And I started naming some other things. And you can think I'm being childlike, and that's fine. 
I think God loves our childlike faith. Um, you can think I'm being silly. I don't care. You can think whatever you want. I know my relationship with the Lord, and I know how I communicate with Him. Just like you have yours, and you communicate with Him. You know how to reach God. And if it's important to you, if it's bothering you, if it matters to you, no matter how silly it may sound to someone else, if it matters to you, I promise you, it matters to God. So you pray your prayers, you be specific, you cry your tears, you let him hear your heart. Whatever you have to do, don't feel silly. Don't let the devil intimidate you and make you feel silly. And if you happen to be talking to somebody about something that you're praying about and they kind of give you that like, whatever, rebuke it and go on. Because let me tell you something, your faith and your trust in God is what's going to answer that prayer. He is going to help you. And when I say answer that prayer, it may be he gives you peace. He may delay the answer. He may not answer it at all, and that's answering it for you because he knows everything. You don't let the enemy use people, circumstances, situations to discourage you. You keep the faith. You keep praying those prayers. And if you've got something that you've prayed for years that is yet to be answered, don't give up. Don't give up. In God's time and his way and his will, he's going to answer that prayer for you one way or the other. It may be exactly like you want it, but on his time. Or it may be a different way than what you expected on his time. Just don't give up. Keep praying. Keep the faith. Faith is so important. And I was having a bad month in my booth. November was a not the best month we've had. Um, it still paid for itself. We still made very little money, but it paid for itself. And that was kind of mine and James's idea going into it. If it can just pay for itself, you know, we're going to be happy with that because we just know that this is God's will, the way everything transpired. And so I would be talking to my mama, you know how you do. And um, she was like, Donna, what does the Bible say? What does Hebrews 11 and 1 say? How many of y'all can quote it with me? Now, faith is the substance of things what? hope for, but the evidence of things unseen. And I would break it down to, okay, I'm hoping for this because when I was starting to worry about it, we were getting close and we were barely making rent. And then there's some other charges that we have to, we're responsible for. And we were like barely there, not even covering everything. And I was like, I'm hoping this booth is going to pay for itself this month. But the evidence of that happening ain't there but God. And sometimes you just have to give yourself pep talks. Sometimes you have to look out the window. Sometimes you have to watch the birds. And if you're a bird lover like me, God has given me that love of the birds. I love to watch the birds and I love to feed the birds. He's made provisions for the birds that come around here. He's using me to feed them. He's making provisions for them. So don't get discouraged. Keep the faith. Keep praying and believing. Don't let the enemy make you feel stupid for praying the prayers that you pray. Don't let the enemy make you feel stupid for feeling the way you do. 
Talk to your father. Take every care and concern to him. He says it. Cast all your cares on him. And I had to remind myself of that as I was kind of like <sighs> praying about the booth. I mean, I, I know that I'm talking about that a lot, but that's just a thing that is just like heavily on my mind right now. And I mean, who knows? God may have given me that booth as another way to testify. I don't know. I don't understand his ways all the time. All I know is I want to be obedient. And this is where I'm at right now. This is kind of what's right now. Um, and then also I had to decide that I was not going to let something God blessed me with rob me of my joy. Because I found myself being worried constantly about the booth. I would lay awake at night worrying about how I was going to set my booth up, how I was going to change this out, how I was going to, you know, what I could do to, you know, bring more appeal to it. You know, I was letting it consume me and worry me. And I, I woke up one day and I said, that's it. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I am not going to let the blessings of God worry me and rob me of the joy from receiving the blessing from God. Can you relate? And so I had to make up, make up my mind. Now, did that mean that I never worry about it again? Absolutely not. There's a quote unquote healthy worry just, you know, because it's our business and it's, I'm proud of it and I want it to be uh, profitable, but I'm not letting it suck every bit of the life and joy out of me of having it. It's more of a healthy worry. Like I'm excited worry. You know what I mean? I'm not going to let it keep me up at night. If it, if it works out, wonderful. If it doesn't work out, that's okay too. You know, it's not my bread and butter. It is truly a hobby that I would like to see turn into a profitable, sustainable income. But you know, that's all in God's hands. I have no control over that. I'm going to do my part. I'm going to keep my faith. I'm not going to let it rob the joy of getting to do what I love. And, you know, I just say, Lord, your will be done, whatever that is. And then he will get me through it. I hope that makes sense. Um, so, whatever the Lord has blessed you with, I feel this. Do not let the enemy rob you of the joy that God has blessed you with. He wants to destroy us. He wants us to rob us of every bit of joy and, you know, that's no way to live. God don't want us to live like that, y'all. He wants us to enjoy this life that he's blessed us with. He wakes us up each day with new mercies, a new start, a new beginning. And I don't want to waste it worrying about the what ifs. I don't. That does not mean that we don't pray. We don't, you know, do things that we have to do. But I'm not going to live in a state of worry. I'm not going to do that. I refuse to do that. Because then, how can you have worry and faith? It don't work. So, I choose faith. I choose faith over worry. There you go. I love each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all so much for being here. I pray that this has blessed you. I pray that if you're going through anything, take it to the Lord. Let Him be your rock. Let Him help you in whatever manner he sees fit that's best for you. Amen. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I will see you here in the next one.
拜哦。